Recovery Radio, KMP3, Thousand Oaks. Ah, yes. Listening to the Recovery Radio Podcast on KMP3. I am a member of Alcoholics Anonymous, and I will be your host. You can email me at sarcasticbigbook at gmail. Follow me on Instagram at sarcastic.aa.book. As always, so glad you're here with me. Don't know if your day's just getting started or it's just winding down or it's somewhere in the middle, but here we are. You and me. I am glad for it. have to start by saying I have so much gratitude for having no desire to drink today. That can change. I say that all the time, but part of the reason I say that is because I don't know, it's it's surprising to me the amount of times I hear someone say I don't want to drink today, so I'm good. Uh, that's gone already. That's gone. It, that the desire to drink is gone. I'm I'm good now. I have, I have no. I don't want to drink anymore. It's always so surprising to me that someone would say that. But I hear it a lot. Well, I, I, that that's gone now. That part is not an issue anymore. According to my experience and our literature, we have a daily reprieve that's based on how spiritually fit we are. And um, that's it. Some people can go a long time white knuckling it. Some people can go a long time on willpower and all kinds of stuff, but there's alcoholics like myself who can't do that. I could never say, you know, I'm just going to stop for a month or something, a couple months. I couldn't go a day. I think I shared it on here a long time ago. I went seven days one time. It was That was my big accomplishment. The last couple of years of my drinking, one time I went seven whopping days and I was just a mess, beat red, going to pop, needed to drink, couldn't take it. Ah, oh, the suffering. 
but not today. But I'd start by saying I'm grateful that I don't have the desire to drink today. I'm going to continue with the What Does the Big Book Say workshop information. I really wanted to have Dave on here, but due to a variety of things, we were not able to schedule that this time. And we will have him back on here as soon as we're able. But meanwhile, you're stuck with me. And I just wanted to put something up today um, about something I've been thinking about a lot. Thinking about one line in the big book a lot. Been thinking about the simplicity of this notion that I'm going to share with you, which is on page. 63. And it's in reference to taking the third step sincerely, sincerely making a decision to turn your will and your life over to God. The line is we had a new employer. We had a new employer. That's what I wanted to talk about today. We had a new employer. In other words, If I'm sincerely making this decision, God is hiring me. And this isn't about being amazing and perfect and not screwing up on a regular basis. It's not about that. It's an ingrained part of being a human being. But what does that mean if God's my employer? means he's hiring me. God hired me. God picked me up out of the gutter and said, I'm going to hire you. You work for me, though. I want you to do my bidding. I will relieve you of your difficulties so that your victory over them can help people. It's a full-time job. All day, every day. It's a full-time job. There's no hours. You don't clock out. And these are these are things I think about. This is what it means to me. You don't clock out. Wake up, you're on the clock. What does it look like? What does it look like? If you're on the clock, what does it look like at home to be on the clock, to be hired by God? What does God want you to do? What would God have you do? Do you think he hired you to be impatient? And intolerant? Do you think God hired you to cheat, trick, manipulate, justify it because it involves 
maybe money. Or is that sleeping on the job? What I think is God hired me. So to me, I'll tell you what it means. It means that my wife should feel incredible, safe. Number one. Seen, heard, important, valued. Safe to say whatever and be however. My wife is right now in the process of losing somebody very dear to her. Her uncle. Who father were a verb this man were her father and um, my job as God's employee has been to let her be not micromanage her grief not tell her how she should feel, not try to fix her, but be there for her when she's crying. When she needs quiet, be there with her in quiet. When she needs levity, do what I can to provide that. When she needs strength, ask God for that so I could supply her with that. That, to me, is what it looks like today. That's what it looks like every day, to be frank. That's my job. In years past, I have, like I've shared on this podcast, I don't claim anything. I've done everything you can do wrong, wrong. In relationships. In years past. I have screwed up. I've been the worst. I've been all over the place. I've been. I've violated everything I'm saying now. In years past. I really. Sincerely did not want to. Sincerely do not want to today. Really focus on that today in a way I never have in the past. If God hired me, what does it look like when I'm in an AA meeting?
you know, there's a lot of people who do not like Zoom. I talk to them about it on a regular basis. And really, the reason they don't like it is because they don't feel connection. And a lot of the reason they don't feel connection is because the people who are on there are on their own worlds. And you really see that and feel that. It's painful. If you're trying to be vulnerable and share something and you look around and people are clearly doing something else, it hurts. So I think God hired me. He hired me to, I'm sitting in this meeting. What would his employee, how would his employee conduct himself in this meeting? I know people who have just incredible meeting etiquette. It's so amazing. They're, somebody will say something and they'll nod. I think that's very valuable. It's imperative that that happens somewhere for people to feel connected, feel cared about, thought about. I feel like it's my job to do what I can, as best I can. I'm not perfect at this. But that's what I focus on in that situation. What would God's employee do? He hired me to do what? To sit here and contribute to somebody not being able to get a connection? I don't think so. I'm going to give a shout out to my friend Lucy. Lucy's someone that every time I see her in a meeting, I'm just so happy because she's just there staring, listening, not doing anything. It's very attractive. What does that mean when I'm at work? When I'm at work, if I work for God, what does that mean? work for God, I have an attitude that is grateful at work, that tries to go above and beyond. I mean, what would an amazing employee behave like? Would an amazing employee phone it in, steal company time? stick around with personal things and then complain about what I'm being paid. I used to do that. I used to do that. I don't do it anymore. But I used to do that. So it took me a while to take this being hired by God thing seriously as I take it today, is my point. But that's what I think it looks like at work. I'm there to help anyone. The person signing my check is a potential customer. What does it look like on the road? 
I mean, driving is annoying. People are annoying. People are aggressive, thoughtless. The world and its people are often quite wrong. So if I'm working for God, what does that look like for me? How should I act? That's what I think about. I've struggled in this in this way. It's better now than it ever has been. But I have struggled with that. I've wanted to attach a flamethrower to my car. <laughs> Put it right there on the front. <laughs> but what would God have me do? about when I'm in public what is my job as God's employee what is my job as God's employee these are things I think about throughout the day remind myself of Throughout the day. It says in our book, step 11, we're constantly reminding ourselves we're no longer running the show. We can exercise our willpower along that line all we want to. So that's what I try to do. I want to give a shout out to Happy Joyous and Three on the East and West Coast podcast, Greater Than Yourself, Sober Gratitudes podcast. I want to say hello to Chelsea and uh, I want to say hello to the Black Rhinos International Big Book Study and uh, if anybody needs to hear it I'll say it because I know what it feels like to not believe it everything is okay Everything is okay. It really is. And I hope you have an amazing weekend. And we will resume with the book study stuff as soon as we can. And I am going to go try to live a life that was worth saving. And I hope you'll do the same.